All right, welcome to the In His Bag podcast. Uh, we're recording as tonight. We just had the Summer League Championship game. Congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers for winning the Summer League title. Um, it was fun to see. Shout out to Imoni Bates, Sam Merrill. Mm. Uh, Cavs had a great Summer League run. Maybe before we get into what we're really going to talk about today, maybe we can just talk about some quick Summer League overreactions or insights. Like, obviously, Summer League... You know, in the past, there have been some great summer league performances that haven't amounted to anything. But do you have any, like, initial thoughts or takeaways from what you've observed in the summer league this year? Man, well, that's a good question. I think my main takeaways are Keontae George is the future. He is for real. So he's he, legit. You're a believer. Absolutely. He's okay. he's legit. Don, Don, gave me Donovan Mitchell vibes, yeah. like 2017. Um, and then also, wow, the Cavs, the three-headed monster of Amoni Bates, Sam Merrill, and Isaiah Mobley. I was impressed with all of them. I think all three of them should be getting rotational minutes, whether with the Cavs this year or with other teams. They all showed a ton of promise. And, yeah, just so impressed with mm. with the Cavs. Yeah. Um, what about uh, some of the, the higher lottery picks? Victor, Scoot, Brandon Miller, anything from them where you're like, okay, you know, I actually really am encouraged by this player or maybe like, oh, I'm a little uh, worried about this player due to performance. Do you have any thoughts on that? Right. So as I said previously, I'm a huge believer in, in both Wemby and Scoot, and I think they both showed. I know that first game everyone is freaking out about Wemby, but... I'm like, just stay the course second game. I mean, just easily put up a huge game. Scoot was looking like, you know, the next jaw Damian Lillard mix, like this freak of nature player. Um, so uh, both of them, and Brandon Miller had moments. I, I worry about his uh, consistency. He was very streaky, but also he had some big games, um, made some big shots, and I think it's too early to tell. So to be honest with those three, I was really impressed. Both the Thompsons looked great. Yeah. It's summer league, but honestly, there wasn't like an, an Anthony Bennett, like, you know, whoa, this guy is just not who we thought he was. Yeah. Granted, he even played decent in the summer league. So maybe that's not the best example, but like they all looked good. I'm impressed by all of them. Yeah. I think uh, for me, my top performers, at least who I'm most impressed with uh, in terms of the top lottery picks, Victor, mm-hmm. Scoot, uh, the Thompson Twins. I'm so high on them. Mm. My concern is they're both in interesting situations. Yeah, don't like the Because, I mean, Oscar Thompson probably isn't going to start. Right. Because you got Cade and you got Jaden Ivey. Mm-hmm. Amen. Maybe he won't start either, honestly. Right. Because you've got um, Fred, Fred and Van Vliet. Now. Yeah, so like. And Jalen. And KPJ. And Cam Whitmore now. Right. And he did he had a pretty good summer league too, so it'll be interesting to see for sure. But uh it was really fun to see some of these players uh show out. Um really fun summer league. Keontae George. Mm. Ooh, the jazz hit on that one, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, it'll be exciting. Um so but we're gonna get into the meat of what we're gonna talk about today. Alright, so what we're gonna do now is we're going to do a mock expansion NBA draft. Uh, How it works is uh, we have previously gone 
and decided for every NBA team, uh, the rules are you can keep four current players. Everybody else is submitted to the to the expansion draft pool. So Jared and I have gone and decided, you know, who those four players would be. Uh, we impersonated their GMs, who we thought they should pick, and everybody else is in the pool. So now we're gonna do an expansion draft. Going, uh, the draft order is based off of purely the their record last season. So we'll go. We'll tell you what that team currently has, and then we'll act as the GM and make the pick in this mock expansion draft. Uh, we'll be picking for uh, their fifth player. Maybe it's to finish out their starting lineup. Maybe it's just best player available. Put him as the sixth man. Who knows? But that's the fun of this. So first up, should I take first pick or do you want first pick? Either way. Um, you, you want it? No, I say you got oh, it. Oh, okay, I'll take it. So first up is the Pistons. The Pistons had the worst record in the, in the league. Oh, yeah. Um, they also had a bad lottery, so they ended up with the fifth pick in the draft. But the Pistons, we went forward. Uh, and for the Pistons, we decided that they would keep Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Bogdanovich, and James Wiseman. So with that said, um, if I'm the Pistons, I've got a couple guards, I've got a wing, I've got a big. With the first pick, you kind of want to just take the best player on the board, the best player available. Um, Pistons first pick. You know, we have a couple really good guards. I don't know if this is actually the best player available, but he's somebody who, if healthy, uh change the dynamic of a team especially defensively defense is something that i really think the pistons need right now first pick i'm actually picking robert williams from the boston <laughs> celtics amazing defensive center can catch lobs from mm-hmm. uh the point guards uh i'm going robert williams here with that pick they now have a front court of rob and james wiseman they don't really need a guard Let's go, Robert Williams. Pick number one. Rockets are on the board. Okay, so Houston, we we took uh, Fred Van Vliet and Jalen Green in the backcourt, and then Jabari Smith and I'm not gonna pronounce this for Sangoon. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Um, so for me, I really like this lineup. I kind of want somebody who can who can shoot like a, a scoring kind of shooting, just all around good wing, to complement the team. Um, I'm gonna take Malik Monk. Oh, this pick, Malik Monk. Yeah, they can stretch the floor. He's athletic, veteran leadership. Okay. All right, third pick. Off the board now are Robert Williams and Malik Monk. Uh, third pick goes to the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs on their team currently, they have Wembenyama, they have Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, and Cam Payne. Ooh, who to line up with those guys? Well, it's a super young team. I don't love Cam Payne's maturity, to be honest. Victor needs kind of, I think, a veteran to help him. you got two young guys in uh, Keldon and Devin, so, you know, I think I'm really prioritizing here veteran leadership. 
Um, but you also need to take just straight talent. So with those two uh, priorities in mind, you also want to take the best player available, though. I'm, I'm seeing somebody who I really want to take if I'm them. Um, mm. You know what? The Thunder with KD and Westbrook. They were young. They didn't have a veteran. How many rings? No, I'm going <laughs> to draft someone to build with Victor Wembanyama. I need a point guard. Give me Amen Thompson. Ooh, Number wow. three to the Spurs. You have Over a Scoot. No, Scoot's not on the board. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. My bad. Amen Thompson. He goes number three to the San Antonio Spurs. And you've got a dynamic duo for the next 15 years. All right, next up, pick number four, the Charlotte Hornets. So, Charlotte, we've got a lot of really good guards. You've got LaMelo, Terry Rozier, Brandon Miller. So you've got a lot of ball-dominant guys. Um, Gordon Hayward as well, who's not as much ball-dominant, but he commands shots. We clearly lack size. Um, they need a, a, a good big guy. So I want a big guy who is has some kind of youth, but also is is really talented. And I think would mesh well with this group, and mm, and obviously the 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 best big guys you know are, are off the board. It's hard. There's a couple guys I really like, but we're gonna go with Nas Reed here. Wow, Nas Reed. Yeah. Okay. A little bit more talented than Javale McGee, and he's younger. So I think yeah. just overall he's got good upside. He just got paid, had a great year, and yeah, yeah, better fit for him. Mm-hmm. Now he's not playing with Cat and Rudy, right? So I like that for Nasri. Great career move for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nasri to the Hornets. Next up we got the Blazers. Pick number five. You know, the Blazers core, very impressive actually. I love the Blazers core who we kept. Right now they have Dame, Scoot, Jeremy <laughs> Grant, and Anferny. So, you got really good guards. You got a good wing. This team, you have Dame. You're assuming Dame's not getting traded, so you're in win now mode. I'm not like your your window is very small if you're, if I'm drafting right here. So I'm not even thinking about youth necessarily. I'm just going who is the best player available. Hopefully, a big who can really help me get over the hump. <clears throat> And you know, there actually aren't many great bigs in this uh, class right here, in this in this pool. As I'm looking, but I need we're in win now mode. I'm going Al Horford, good center. He can shoot. He's a winner. I think he'd mesh well with uh, the team. Give me Al Horford, number five to the Blazers. Mm. Next up, we've got the Orlando Magic, number six. Yes, so we've got um, Paolo Bancaro, uh, Franz Wagner, um, Anthony Black, Wendell Carter. So Anthony Black, we got our point guard. Uh, Paolo, Franz, and Wendell all 
you know, big forwards, big guys. So we have size. I think what I would say this team maybe lacks is just another shooter or scorer, um, but also a veteran, like a veteran who's got really good defense. A um, couple options I like, but one that really stands out to me, he's not known per se as a shooter, but he's a capable shooter, and I love his defense and his energy, and he's a great locker room guy. It's Grant Williams. Mm. I just I think he'd be a great fit with this young core. Mm. NBPA president yep. representing in Orlando. Yep. Adding to that pick. He's number six pick number up. Next up, we got number seven, the Pacers. The Pacers right now, their core four, Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Miles Turner, Jarris Walker. Uh, you got some really you got some shooting. You got some bigs. You've got a dynamic point guard. And I don't think you can ever really go too dynamic with your guards um and yes i'm in love with these two guys gotta go oscar thompson right here i mean i'm obsessed with the future lineup a core of halliburton thompson jairus walker but he that's a great team right there mm-hmm. i love that core mm-hmm. pacers get a great player so next up we've got um the washington wizards they're on the clock well, yikes. Um, so the top four, mm-hmm. we have Jordan Poole, Kyle Kuzma, um, Bilal Koulibaly, um, who looks very promising, and then Tyus Jones. All I can say, just imagine being a, a season ticket holder and you wake up each day um, knowing that you're going to go watch Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma lead your team Dude. to victory. And you know neither Brutal. one. They're both dreading being in Washington. Oh, oh, they're there to get one thing only, and that's their bag. Yep. <laughs> To get their money. That's, oh. But, nevertheless, um, Jordan Poole does have a lot of promise and talent. Good guard. Kuzma is a good wing. You've got a lot of wings, and you've got a solid true point guard in Tyus. Um, you don't have a big guy if you're the Wizards. And kind of like you said earlier, I don't like this, um, I don't really like this big guy core. But, um, give me a young big guy that shows some promise. So, I'll take Brandon Clark. Mm. Wow. Brendan Clark has great hops. He's got great energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be a really promising pick. Um, so next up is Utah. Utah Jazz selecting. And Utah, they're, they're, they're in kind of like, you know, they want to play for the future, but they're also in win-now mode. They have a great core. They've got Markkanen, John Collins, Walker Kessler, Keontae George. Now, I would love... Personally, for a Thompson twin to go to Utah, but they're both off the board. Um, you, you're looking for a guard right here, and if you're Danny Ainge, are you trying to really win now, or are you trying to like build for the future? Maybe you can get a little bit of both. There's a couple guys who I really like here. I want to take Herb Jones, mm. but I'm actually gonna take a little bit of stock into what I saw in the summer league. There's a certain guy who I think you put him with Keontae in the backcourt. Ooh, I just love their future. Uh, to the Jazz, they select Shaden Sharp. Mm. Shooter, slasher, build around the backcourt of him and Keontae George in the future. I love uh, those guys. All right, next up, pick number 10, we have the Dallas Mavericks. Mm. 
So, don't need any guards. We got Luca and Kyrie. Um, this project, we'll see how it goes this year. You got Tim Hardaway, Maxi Kleba. So you've got really good shooting. Um, but what they need currently, they need a big guy. Um, and again, man, I keep getting bigs, but I don't love this pool with the bigs. Mm-hmm. But I think they just need a guy. They don't need a guy who demands touches. They just need a guy that's high energy, gets rebounds, good on defense. And to me, Jan- Jared Vanderbilt is that guy. Mm. So next up, we got the Chicago Bulls selecting. The Bulls, they have Vucevic. They've got uh, DeRozan, Levine, and Caruso. Uh, you can go a couple ways here. You could use a good shooting you know, point guard, you could use a, a nice wing. And I'm just going somebody who I really uh, love off the board uh, with this pick. So I'm actually going to go, I'm actually going to go Herb Jones to the Bulls. Mm-hmm. I just really believe in the guy. Uh, great defender. Uh, I really like his game. And uh, Herb Jones to the Bulls. All right. Um so that's our top 11 so far. We got uh, a lot of good names on the board still. Just some notable names on the board. D'Angelo Russell still on the board. Russell Westbrook. Uh, Dylan Brooks. Chris Paul. Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, some, some really interesting players. Ben Simmons on the board. So it'll be interesting to see where, where the chips fall uh, as the Oklahoma City Thunder are up on the clock. Okay, so Oklahoma City, man, there's clearly a demand in doing this draft um, that I had not realized in the NBA for talented centers. Yeah. And I think like seeing Embiid and Jokic in this has really opened our eyes, but man, looking at all, there's so many talented guards, but I feel like finding a big man that's not only talented that fits is, is a huge challenge. And the reason I say that um, going back to the Thunder, we have SGA, uh, Jalen Williams, Josh Giddy, Chet, who's a bigger guy, but he's more of a, I'd put him at a four, you know, he can stretch the floor. There's, there's not that, that Steven Adams, that, that big guy that's down in the paint. Um, and frankly, he's actually on our list. <laughs> I use him as an example. I'm looking through the center pool. I want Steven Adams. I'm taking Steven Adams. Mm. Solid. He's a veteran. No nonsense. No BS. Um, really good leadership. Strong. Probably strongest guy in the league. And so, with Chet's lack of physical strength, you need that anchor in the paint. Um. Okay. Next up are the Hawks. The Hawks are interesting to me. They've got Trey. They've got Deontay Murray. They've got uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich and Clint Capella. You know, I really need somebody who can spread the floor. I need defense. Um, I'm going to take a flyer on somebody who in college was a 40% three-point shooter, 3 and D kind of guy. Uh, I'm actually taking Taylor Hendricks here, who was picked by the Utah Jazz out of UCF. Uh you need size and you need shooting. And that's why I think Taylor Hendricks gives you if you're the Hawks. And he's young, you know, someone to build around. So youth is always a priority. So Taylor Hendricks goes to the Atlanta Hawks. That jazz, Quinn Snyder connection is still alive. And uh, next we got the Toronto Raptors on the clock. Mm. 
Yeah, so the Raptors actually have a they have a good core of guys. You've got um, Pascal Siakam, OG and Nobi, um, Scotty Barnes and and Jakob Pertle. So they've got a lot of size, um, two through five. Clearly, what they lack they lack a point guard. They just lost Fred VanVleet. Um, they need that that point guard of the future. Um, so you need you need a good point guard, and frankly, you need one that's good for the future. Um, Chris Paul is clearly available, and he'd be an awesome veteran leader. And but, D'Lo and Russ, right? And D'Lo and Russ, and all three of them, great. But they're all in the decline of their careers. Yeah. And if I'm the Raptors, that's a really young core I have. I want someone that can be with the core that can develop with them. And you're not really win now if you're the Raptors. Exactly. Chris Paul doesn't make you a contender, yeah. um, nor do either of those guys. Um, so I'm torn between like three point guards, but we're going to take Cole Anthony here. Mm. Cole Anthony is a really good scorer, really just talented young player. Um, he's in Orlando, so I think he's another one of those guys that doesn't get a ton of publicity. But I believe he's a 20-point-a-game guy, shooter, scorer. Um, not sure how his defense is, but... The end of the day, as Kevin Durant says, offense wins championships. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, good pick. Speaking of offense winning championships, uh, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards it for this next pick. Timberwolves. Right now, you got Rudy, you got Mike Conley, and Edwards Cat. I need someone for for me. That's a win now squad. Mm. I need somebody who is going to come in and provide some veteran leadership. But who also is gonna take a little pressure off Ant in the scoring department, and who we know we have proof that he plays well with Rudy and Mike Conley. The Timberwolves draft Jordan Clarkson mm. and get a great scorer to complement their starting five. Now you got size with Cat and you got and Rudy. Mm. You got a great slasher wing, Anthony Edwards, and you've got a guy who can just get you a bucket whenever you want. Jordan Clarkson, the T Wolves, number mm. fifteen. Next up, number 16, the New Orleans Pelicans Mm. on the clock. So Pelicans, I believe, are in a similar situation where they're they're in a win-now mode. Uh, Assuming if Zion can stay healthy, they have the pieces. Um, But so what we have with uh, New Orleans. So with New Orleans, we got B.I., Zion, Valanchunas, and C.J. So we've got size, strength, scoring, Really, the only thing I think this team could add is I'm going to have CJ play the point and just bring in a solid shooter, a guy that doesn't demand touches, but a guy that can be content standing in the corner and just being a knockdown shooter. So <clears throat> I have two guys I'm torn between. Mm, I have three guys I'm torn between, but we're going to go with Luke Kennard. Oh, He's been on by the tip of my tongue for oh, so many picks. Oh, man. Because he's so elite. He's elite. This year, he really made that jump, too. Yeah. He made that jump. I think he was the best percentage from three this year. Yeah. Yeah. And you just can't have enough shooters. Right. That's a great pick for the Pelicans. Right. That's an amazing pick right there. Um, Number 17, the Los Angeles Lakers are on the clock. For me, if I'm the Lakers, okay, so, so this is who the Lakers have right now. They have LeBron. Austin Reeves, Anthony Davis, Rui Achimura. So I'm thinking two things. I either want an elite shooter, gifts for LeBron, or there's a slew of point guards who are 
win now kind of point guards. You know, this team, you're not really looking for the future. You're looking to win now. And so I'm conflicted. But I think with Rui and Austin, they've proved that they're a decent shooter. So I think I'm going to go point guard. And I think there's one in particular who you look at him and you just, with this group of Lakers, you just know that it'll work so well. Russell Westbrook. Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. PTSD. Uh, with the number 17 pick, I'm going Chris Paul to the Lakers. Mm. You know, uh, he can shoot. He doesn't have to be on ball all the time with this squad. You know, mm. there's a little less pressure on him. But I think you team him up with... Uh, what do you think about that? Do you think yeah. that's a good fit, Chris Paul? That's a good pick. Yeah, that's a great pick. Okay. When now they're old anyways. So and you have somebody who more more than maybe anybody in the league wants a championship. Mm-hmm. He's driven for that. So that's the Lakers get number seventeen, Chris Paul, Hall of Famer. Uh next up, the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. number eighteen. They're in the championship game and they they're mm-hmm. in the finals and now they are picking number eighteen. What a great value mm-hmm. for them. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Yep, so we got Jimmy, Bam, Tyler Hero, and Caleb Martin. Awesome players. You have some good guard play. You have your your big man in Bam. Um, Caleb Martin is solid forward. Clearly what this team lacks is now a point guard. They've lost Kyle Lowry. They've lost um, Gabe Vincent, their starting point guard. Um, I feel like that's what Miami's always been in need of is, is just the point guard. Even from the LeBron days till now, I, I can't remember the last time they've had an elite point guard, and I think Hence the reason Dame Lillard is in all the, the trade talks. Well, he wants to go to Miami, but also like they just are so in need of a point guard. Um, and this is hard because I think Chris Paul would have been a great fit. Um, but he's been selected. So I think a really good fit here. Um, I Well, I'm not going to take Gabe Vincent. That would be kind of funny. Um, pick him back. <laughs> but um, I think taking a point guard who... There's a lot of good point guards, and I think they all add something different. But I think one point guard who he's just solid. He doesn't need to do too much, um, have too many touches, but he's a really good shooter. He's a great distributor, and he's young. Is Jalen Suggs, mm. and so I think he'd be a really good fit with Miami's culture. He's not one of those guys that goes out and gets in trouble. He's just very kind of low key, um, and I think he'd be a good fit with them. Yeah, I like that pick. Jalen Suggs. Next up, we got the Clippers. And you know, that's an interesting to pick too because on the board still we got D'Lo, we right. got Russ, right. Kyle Lowry, um, Gabe Vincent. Right. Um, so next up, we got the Clippers. And the Clippers right now, you know, they got Kawhi, Paul George, Zubox, and Norm Powell. Again, you could use a good point guard here. But you could also you're in need of consistency. You're in need of I'm your team right now with between Kawhi and Paul. You need somebody who's consistent, who can just you know bring energy, much needed energy, consistency production to team up with Kawhi and Paul George, someone who doesn't get hurt very often. Which is why I'm taking Ben Simmons. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually gonna take Josh Hart here. Mm, good Even though I want to take a point guard, 
maybe I'll try to get a point guard, you know, in the hypothetical next round of the expansion draft. Mm-hmm. But Josh Hart, he just inf- infuses heart, no pun intended, into the team. And uh, he really played great last year for the Knicks. I think he'd be a great fit on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. Josh Hart. And next up, we've got the Golden State Warriors picking number 20. <clears throat> so, no surprise here. We've got Steph, Clay, Draymond, Wiggins. Um, they're their big four. And... The really the missing piece it's it's that Ke- Kevon Looney you know that the big guy that's kind of what they've it's been their weakness the last few years they ma- they managed to win a championship because Looney played so good um, and they need that that big guy presence um, and obviously man as as we've kind of ran through a lot of these big guys it's it's not a ton of options anymore um, and there's a couple that that come to mind that are good. Um, but I want a big guy who, in my opinion, is extremely underutilized. But that's because he's now playing behind the the finals MVP. I was going to say MVP, but Embiid is the MVP. Um, and that's Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant is a very capable offensive big man. He's really big, good defender, and can play the pick and roll. And I, I think he'd be a good fit. Okay, Thomas Bryant to the, the Warriors. Um, maybe taking that Kevon Looney spot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, number 21, the Suns. The Suns, they got Aiton, Beal, Booker, Durant. What do you need if you're the Suns? Well, you could argue maybe you need another side. You need some more size. Maybe you need a point guard. You know, right now with the clip with the Suns, you're just you've put all your chips in star players. Um, I I want to take somebody who can get you needed buckets, but has no problem deferring and being a lesser option. I'm actually gonna take, and I'm split between two guys here, actually two point guards. But I'm gonna take D'Angelo Russell. Mm. Um, in the regular season, he was really good at running the offense. You know, he had certain possessions with the Lakers, big moments, and he ultimately came up really uh, not clutch in the playoffs. But you don't need him to be clutch in the playoffs if you're the Suns. You mm-hmm. got th- He's your fourth option, fifth option. So I just love his talent right here. D'Angelo Russell of the Suns, number 21. Okay. All right, next up, Brooklyn Nets on the clock. Perfect. So Brooklyn, we've got... Cam Johnson, McCall Bridges, Spencer Dinwiddie, Nick Claxton. So you've got a lot of good wings, good shooters. Spencer Dinwiddie's a good two guard. Um, and you've got Nick Claxton to man the paint. Here we need a point guard. So we need a point guard that doesn't demand too many touches, but they can shoot, stretch the floor. Just a just a good point guard, a good leader. So gotta go with Gabe Vincent here. Mm. Gabe Vincent was a Starting point guard for the Heat. Really blossomed towards the end of the year. Um, just as a no-nonsense guy that I think would be a really good fit with this young core. Also a young player. So this core could be together for years. Mm. I like that pick. Gave Vincent to the Nets. Next up, number 23, we got the New York Knicks. Um, we got Brunson. RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, and Julius Randle. 
you know, really good team, but ooh, a severe lack of perimeter shooting right there. So there's a couple guys who I'm <laughs> who I want to take here because their talent is just off the charts. But I think you really need to just prioritize shooting if you're the Knicks here. You need someone who can shoot and not only shoot, but do it. Who loves the bright lights? Who loves the big stage? It's it's in his blood. Seth Curry, mm. the New York Knicks. You need a knockdown guy. Who I think he would fit honestly really well with Brunson and R.J. Barrett, um, who are both great at driving, kicking. So mm. Seth Curry to the Knicks, twenty three. Uh, Sacramento Kings on the clock. Mm. Sacramento, we got a really good team, good young core that went far in the playoffs this year. Um, we got De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, Keegan Murray, Davion Mitchell. Um, and I, they actually didn't go far, but they, it felt like it because <laughs> they just, yeah, the Kings were in the playoffs. So got 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 a lot of really good young guards. Um, Keegan Murray's a shooter. Sabonis is good. Uh, but clearly what this team needs is a veteran presence and a shooter. They need more shooting. So this team needs a veteran presence. They need some good shooting. But also like I really I like Dorian Finney-Smith with this pick. Mm. Guy that can shoot, he's athletic. I like him with this pick. Uh next up we got the Grizzlies on the clock. The Grizzlies number 25, John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain. Um, I, I, I love the Marcus Smart pickup for them because you really need some leadership. Uh, and I'm also going to, this is going to be a leadership play. You have a team that's good enough to win now, I think. Let's get a really good contributor, leader, locker room presence. Harrison Barnes. Hmm. Goes to the, to the Grizzlies. Just uh, no nonsense. Great guy. I think he really helps out Jaw. And, uh, I love that lineup for the Grizzlies of Jaw, Desmond Bain, Harrison Barnes, Marcus Smart, Jaron Jackson Jr. It's a pretty solid lineup right there. Mm-hmm. So we got the Cavs at number 26. Mm-hmm. So we got Donovan, Darius Garland, Jarrett Allen, and Evan Mobley. So we've got really good guards, pretty both pretty ball dominant, but good guards. And then you know our two big guys, the Twin Towers. I think what this team needs is just a guy again. A guy that doesn't really need the ball much, <clears throat> but is a knockdown shooter that can stretch the court. Because with Jarrett and Evan, sometimes like, things can get sucked. You need a guy that can stretch the court, be respected at all times. To me, this guy is Kevin Herter. <clears throat> guy who was shooting in an insanely high clip in the playoffs. Very good shooter. Just athletic, stretches the court. Young guy, too. So I'm taking Kevin Herter. The Nuggets here. Nuggets at number 27, reigning champs. Jokic, MPJ, Jamal, Aaron Gordon. Look, with Michael Malone, that is a team of such good chemistry, good talent, good leadership, that I think you can take a chance on somebody who might not be the best leader, but somebody who just oozes talent. And it's kind of cool. I'm going to add to the Porter Jr. legacy in Denver. Kevin Porter Jr. goes to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, just a great scorer. Um, I like him on this team. And, and mm-hmm. now with him, 
you got by far the most talented starting five mm, sons, but one of the most talented starting fives in the league for sure. Mm. I like that Kevin Porter to the Nuggets. Mm. Good pick. Next up, the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm. So Philly, we got James Harden, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris. So we've got two really good guards, our big guy, um, a solid forward. Um, a lot of, again, this is a similar team that when I look at, they need a guy that can just be a knockdown shooter who doesn't need many touches. Because between the, the big three and, and Tobias, there's not many touches to go around. But who's a guy that can move, that can be a good defender, that can shoot threes? To me, this is Gary Trent Jr. Mm. Put him at the three, just stand on the wing, good defender. I think he's a great fit for this team. All right, we just got two more of the first round of of the draft. Um, Boston Celtics are up. And they've got, obviously, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Porzingis, and... Uh, Malcolm Brogdon. So, uh, Brad Stevens on the clock. Who does this team need? <coughs> Excuse me. And I like a lot of the talent on the board. Um, there's a couple guys I want to take, but I don't know how that fit. Um, but I'm going to take somebody who is a winner. Uh, he meshes well with winning cultures uh maybe you start and maybe you bring them off the bench but uh help spread the floor a little bit i'm taking bobby portis mm-hmm. you know you lose grant williams you lose robert williams you lose al horford let's try to make up for those losses and get bobby portis here mm-hmm. uh speaking of bobby portis the milwaukee bucks on the clock, final pick of the draft. Yeah. So we got the big three, Drew, Giannis, Chris, and also Brooke. So we've got our size. We've got our point guard. But the same thing the Bucks have lacked depth in is, is shooting guard the last couple of years. Grayson Allen started. Pat Connaughton's gotten minutes there. Um, <clears throat> clearly, it's looking like they got rid of a gem in Sam Merrill um, based off what we've seen. But they need a really good shooting guard. Um, and I'm, I'm torn between two guys, but at the end of the day, I think if you have two guys that are similar, you take the guy that's younger, the guy that... And maybe this could be some recency bias, but give me Bruce Brown. Wow. A winner, a shooter, a competitor, a guy that's won before. They're in win-now mode. They want a guy that's been there before he knows what it takes. Great fit. Great culture guy. Yeah. Taking Bruce Brown. Um... So that's the end of our draft. We're not going to go a second round right now. Uh, that just fills out the starting fives. Honestly, my impressions of this, this is actually pretty hard. <laughs> Trying to figure out like Tough. what players go where, what what would actually happen in a... Because you've got, obviously, you've got best player available, but then you also have, all right, but do they fit on the team? Hmm. All right, so looking back at this uh, draft... If you can pick three winners for who uh, just kind of hit a home run and uh, this selection will really bolster the team, who are your three winners? Mm -hmm. So my first, 
I think the Bucks getting Bruce Brown. Mm. I do think that because the Bucks are. I mean, they've won as a core. I think they're just one piece away. Um, potentially not. They might win this year, but I think just having a really good shooting guard could help. Um, so that's my first winner. Uh, <clears throat> my second winner is the Nuggets with Kevin Porter Jr. I mm. love that pick because. Jamal Murray's usage is so high. You have a guy who can alleviate him. So Jamal can either take less minutes or play off ball. And a guy that can create offense and score at a high clip. Um, They've just lost Bruce Brown. They've lost Jeff Green. So they've lost some key scoring. And Mm. hopefully Christian Brown can, you know, pick that up. But love that pick. And then my third winner, um, I think the Pelicans and Luke Kennard. I think getting a shooter like that, assuming they can stay healthy, I mean, I think that's the missing piece. I think getting a knockdown shooter with Zion and B.I. and C.J. on the wing, who can guard those four? Like, I just, that's an unguardable lineup. So, yeah. those are my three winners. Okay, so we actually have, I picked three as well. We actually have two of the exact same. <laughs> uh, let me start with the same. No, let me start with a different one. Uh, different than you. Instead of Bruce Brown, I actually had... Spurs getting Amen Thompson. Mm. I just think the combination of him and Wemby mm-hmm. to build over the next, like, the future with Pop. I mean, I think that's just <coughs> insanely good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Luke Kennard. Mm. Um, I mean, he's the best statistically three-point shooter in the game right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when Zion is healthy, he's one of the best... He's so big. He's one of the best drive and kick guys in the league. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if you have a healthy Zion, you add Luke Kennard to that team, they're a title contender, no doubt. Absolutely. It moves the needle for them. I love that pick. Um, And I also have the Kevin Porter Jr. pick. Yeah. I love it because um, J.J. Redick pointed out that, uh, like, second spectrum tracks who gives the best like passes to set up for scoring or something like that. Mm-hmm. Jokic yeah. leads the league in that. The best assists that likes to set up scoring, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm making sense. Right. But, I mean, you just look at the sheer talent of guys that have to distribute the ball to between Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Kevin Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Like, the talent is off the charts. You give Kevin Porter Jr., someone like Jokic to receive the ball from instead of like whoever the Rockets had last year doing that. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Porter Jr., his value skyrockets. <clears throat> so get him in some, I guess, some better structure. Whew, they're probably going to repeat. So those are my three winners. And then lastly, close us off. There were so many people in the pool of potential draft picks which means there are so many that got snubbed, got left off. Are there any that you're looking at this list and you're like, you know what? Um, it's kind of maybe you're surprised that they didn't get drafted or you think, you know, in a potential even first round redraft that they might end up getting selected. I mean, I'll just bring up Russell Westbrook. Does he not provide any value for a win now team? Like there were a couple times I really wanted to pick him, but ended up not picking him. Yeah, I definitely thought about it too. I definitely thought about 
Russ. You need KCP. So why don't you pick Russ? <laughs> Playoff reliability. <laughs> period. I'd drop this mic if it didn't make a noise. <laughs> yeah, Russ. I definitely thought about Patty Mills. I think's another one. Yeah, on a a win now. Eric Gordon. Those guys like on win now. You need a shooter. You need a veteran. Definitely thought about them. Yeah, even Gary Payton. There was a lot. One guy that I thought of repeatedly was Marcus Morris Mm. that I didn't use. And I think I might pick him in a redraft. You know, I thought about Matisse Thibel is so enticing to me. Mm -hmm. His defense is so elite. I just wish he had a little more offensive game. Right. Because it was hard for me not to pick him. Um, Dylan Brooks didn't get picked. Right. Uh, deservedly so. <sighs> yeah, a lot of great guys on the board. You know, let me just finish by uh, maybe this. Ben Simmons didn't get picked. I joked about him. Ben Simmons, does he have any potential future in the NBA, do you think? Or is he totally done? I mean, I I think he's done. I think, like, future as far as, like, if you just need a guy simply to play defense – and run up and down the court, but today's game is so skilled that like a guy like that just if you can't stretch the floor, at least do what he did before. I just don't. I I think he's done. I don't see any chance that he could be revived. Yeah. I just think he's done. But yeah. So, who would have thought two years ago if we did an expansion draft, Russell Westbrook, Ben Simmons, they wouldn't even get picked. Um. A lot of changes in the NBA. Uh, this is fun. Thanks so much for listening. If you're still listening right now, we really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yes, sir.